Hi friends and happy holidays. I wanted to jump in at the front of this episode to let you guys know um, that we do talk a little bit about Death Stranding in this episode, but I wanted to make sure that you could listen to it because it is a very funny and interesting episode uh, of the podcast. Um, We do kind of bring up a pretty large episode five of death stranding spoiler um that spoiler session um it also includes a couple of light spoilers for some of the like side stuff that you know you can pick and choose um but that spoiler starts at 39 minutes and 48 seconds and goes until 41 minutes and 45 seconds so if you are trying to avoid death stranding spoilers please uh skip over that particular chunk of uh time we also have a a special listener response that we do later in the episode but i tell you exactly when you can jump back into the episode to avoid those spoilers contained therein so please do not worry about that it will be very clearly delineated um thank you guys so much for uh listening uh we love you and we hope that you have a happy holidays merry christmas whatever you are celebrating today um and uh yeah please enjoy the first annual tactical holiday action metal gear mondays holiday special bye to you dear listeners and welcome to santa gear mondays the most thorough santa claus themed podcast on the internet i am your host samuel claus and i'm here to present to you a non-denominal holiday special which i fucked up by immediately conjuring the spirit of a very singular christmas spirit which is beside the point i'm in too deep now uh this is tactical holiday action the first of hopefully of ho- ho- hopefully many more christmas specials holiday specials but i can't do this alone ho, ho, ho. and i'm gonna stop doing this voice because it fucking sucks ho, ho. i'm joined this week by cole duncan also known as uh, Clark Griswoldman, Shitter's Full Sam. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. That wasn't Clark Gris- that wasn't That wasn't Clark's line. This is bullshit. I am the cousin Eddie of this podcast. Do not take this away from me. Then you would be cousin that Eddie. Rage- Jesus Christ. That rage-induced man you hear there is Zach James. Hey, how y'all doing? Mm-hmm. And also, I've got Mr. Chris Hampton, peaceful boy. Peace on Earth and goodwill mm-hmm. toward all uh, PMCs. Hey, I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> I do like that a lot. Um, of course, if you hadn't figured by my kind of my my very wonderful, amazing introduction, um, this is uh, I'm Sam Wright, and this is tactical. 
holiday action, uh, the first annual Metal Gear Monday's holiday special. Um, we've got some uh, some special things to talk to you guys about today. We've got a special Metal Gear Monday's gift exchange that we're going to be doing. We've got a special uh, inspired metal gear kojima theme topic that we're going to discuss um we were going to talk about it on the outer route but we decided hey why don't we do it here and um we've got some christmasy holiday things to talk about and we've got a very special uh listener mail that we did not get a chance to get to on um the last episode that we're going to read and uh discuss so with all that being said boys do we want to open some fucking presents already? Oh, yeah. Yeah, boy. boys. Yes, dude. Yeah, I'm in that holiday spirit. <laughs> so, uh, Chris, is this Chris's idea, right? I think so, yeah. yeah. I think it was Chris's idea. I think it was. So, Chris was like, hey, boys, do we want to do a gift exchange? And we were just like, yeah. And so, we all decided we drew names and... Um, uh, um, like, almost immediately fucked up by revealing who got who. But not the on purpose still on your a part. Surprise. Not, no, 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 not on purpose. I texted something to Cole that I meant to text to the group, and it went very obvious that, uh, <laughs> that I was the one who was buying a present for Cole. And then just a bunch of stuff happened, and it broke down, and then everybody kind of figured out who got who. So we, yeah. there's no surprise there. We're just surprised by the presents that are included in this, uh, this special gift exchange. So um, I got a gift for Cole. Mm-hmm. Cole got a gift for Zach. Mm-hmm. Zach got a gift for Chris, and Chris got a gift for me. And we're going to open our gifts, I guess, in that order. Cole, do you want to go first? Because you've been, uh, you've yeah, been I've been, I've been your pants, for fucking, this. fucking answering your pantsman over here. All right, so I got. So I need, I need much. You, I need a lot of foley work. I need a lot of rustling. I need yeah. a lot of surprise. I need descriptions. So I'll start with a small. Should gift, we wait, wait, Sam? Wait. Should we like? Should we record ourselves opening our presents? No, let's not do that. That's uh, too complicated. That'll be a little no. bit harder for me. Uh, yeah, yeah I wouldn't be able to. So well I'll, I'll I'll describe I'll describe what's in front of me. Um, I have two gifts because Sam is such mm. an amazing person. Um, Stay within the budget, though, baby. Um, so there is wait, wait, a, a small. <laughs> <laughs> there's a small green bag, and there's a sm- uh, there's a large blue bag. Uh, very tastefully wrapped up, and I don't know if I can. Here, let's try this. Like, here's me opening. It's Curtis, cur- tastefully wrapped up, courtesy of Amazon and my laziness. Yep. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm undoing. I'm hoping this is picking up on the mic, not for you guys, but for the <laughs> listeners. The ribbons right now, and I'm opening the bag, and I am. Give, give us say it in like a sultry it. voice, and I'm yeah, sultry, more sultry, and I'm. Opening the bag. Ooh. Which one are you opening first? The, the, large the one green one, one. The green one. The small okay. one. Okay. Oh, Laker girls. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. So I am okay. There is a small package, and oh my god, this is a patch. Okay, I love patches. Mm. I really fucking love patches. Okay, I'm opening the. I'm opening this other little small patches. Patches a hula hand. Patches a hula hand, and I'm. Okay, let's see. Let's open this bitch up. Okay. I'm already loving Yo! What the... <laughs> f- Dude, this is some David Lynch, like, 
season three ass shit, Chris. Okay, oh, yeah? so I'm holding a patch right now that is like an anatomically correct human heart with like a gramophone like speaker. That's why you were asking me what a fuck. Oh, you motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> I was so the other day, like, so it's like an anatomically correct heart with a gramophone like horn, um, coming out from coming out from it. This is so badass. Oh my god, Chris, I you need to see this. Hold on, I'm gonna send this to our group chat real so, fast. Yeah, yeah. So, Please so what it. I will, what I'll say, what's gonna happen is we will, we'll post pictures of all of our gifts on Instagram after, um, after this episode goes out. So don't worry, that's happening. Um, you will be able to see these excellent presents that we got for each other. <laughs> oh my god, this is so fucking cool. Okay, I'm sending it to the group chat right now. Yeah. So it's an anatomically correct human heart with a gramophone horn. Sam was asking me the other day, he's like, what do you call the speaker to like an old school like record player? It's like, you mean like a gramophone? And he's like, yeah, yeah. Like, what do you, what would you call that? And I was like, ah, uh, I don't know. The speaker, the horn. He's like, yeah, maybe Is like the, the horn, phonogram I guess. Or yeah. Like yeah, but I just sent it to our group chat. That's so <laughs> badass. Thank you, dude. Open the other one. Okay. Okay. Thank you, dude. I love this. <laughs> okay and here's some more ribbons okay there's a hardy knot good job amazon <laughs> they're hardy knot city okay and um <laughs> there we go that's the nobody nobody's biting on that and i'm um, oh oh shit i dropped my phone Uh-oh. it's okay no. it's okay and i'm grabbing this and there's a big ass box in here a box it's uh there's, is it just a box? Or is uh, it- uh, I'm gonna open it up, and uh, yep, it's just a box. It's just nice. it's just a box inside of another box. <laughs> okay, it's a wooden box mm-hmm. wrapped in pla- ra- wrapped in plastic. <laughs> <laughs> America. Mm, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> be careful a giant woman in a red dress is gonna come and step so, on you so i'm holding a wooden box unless you start with, sweating <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a wooden box with a with a bald eagle on the front and it says amerigo make it special mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right let's undo this latch for the record, this is why I bought this one specifically. That that whole thing. Oh wow! Oh wow, dude! So I open the box, and there are two like Art Deco like crystal whiskey glasses in here with like whiskey stones, like marble whiskey stones. Oh my god! Let's get this guy out of here. Oh, that feels good in hand. That feels really good in hand. <laughs> Hold on, here I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna give some foley here. I'm gonna grab some. I'm gonna grab a whiskey stone mm, or two. Mm. Oh yeah. And I'm gonna drop, drop them. them in there, drop them in. You ready? Are you ready, listeners? Ooh. Yeah, Fucking some of that ASMR. Fucking glass just shatters in Cole's hand. <laughs> Dude, thank you so much. You got it, brother. Um. You got it. I guess it's my turn for Zach, right? Yeah, so Zach gets to 
open his presents. So, Zach is obviously not in the States right now. And he's on Moonbase Alpha. He's on Moonbase Alpha. And so, shipping out there, it takes a minute. Yeah, the, um, um, the, the Amazon drones that were supposed to deliver them up here actually got knocked around by some solar flares. And so, uh, they're actually around the dark side of the moon right now. We're waiting for Ludens to come back with them. So, Zach, I need to tell you... Um, the gift that you're about, so I sent Zach a link to the gift that I got him, but that's not all that is in your gift. So I want you to open the link so you can see what you got, but then I'll tell you what else is coming with it. All right, let me open this. It's a bit of a callback. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I love the color. Hold on, it's opening the link, but I love the color in the preview. Is that the is that the color you got me? Yeah, that's the color I got the you. The pink one? Yes, it's the pink one. Oh, it's amazing. I love it. It's a uh it's a Kunu Flex short sleeve shirt uh in bright pink with like uh with uh with palm trees on it. It's uh Oh, this is awesome. It'll go right with so, my Tommy Bahamas. So, did you notice the name of the brand? Uh, R.S. Veltz? Roosevelt's. And it's based, the entire company is based off of, like, uh, Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, it's perfect. Thank you, dude. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you like it. There is one other thing that is coming with it. Um... Uh, a lot of uh, listeners from back in the day, from I guess earlier this year, earlier. yeah, will remember that we were gifted a um, a book that is a scholastic uh, book that is <laughs> the um, a, like one of the original uh, like World of Power no Metal way. Gear. Uh, I signed it. Sam assigned it. <laughs> Alessio has signed it. Isaac, my other best friend, has signed it. And it is current. Our idea was for it to get across the world. And so I was going to be sending it to Tori. Tori, I'm so sorry. I had to do this. This is too perfect. Um, so that book is currently coming to you, my man. So we need you to sign it <laughs> and pass that love Cherish on. Cherish it for a little while. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. It also comes with a sticker that I wrote a fun little note on, so I hope you enjoy it. Fantastic! And just, just that—that's awesome. I—I re- I love this shirt. I can't wait for that to show up. And, I hope uh, I, I hope I got the size right. Is that why you asked what size I wear? Uh, that's why I asked everyone what size they wore. Yeah. Yeah, but you asked me specifically what I wear in Tommy Bahama. <laughs> I did. I did. I did. I did. Uh, I got you. I, they apparently run a little small, so I got you a large. Oh, that should be perfect then. Okay, awesome. Doesn't, awesome. doesn't matter. I'm gonna wear the shit out of it anyway. I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> even if I'm even if I'm busting out of it, I'm gonna. Wear it. <laughs> um, I guess so. Zach, you got a present. You got your present for Chris. Correct? I did. Um, I just wanna. I wanna preface this with. Unfortunately, it, it is not a Zune. Oh, oh, I want okay. Chris Damn. to know okay. that I bid on three different Zunes on eBay and. Within, <laughs> within 
minutes of each bid, I was immediately outbid by at least ten dollars. Wow! So apparently, zoons are a hot people, commodity. <laughs> I guess people really want their zoons. <laughs> mm. So I got to the next be- next best thing. Okay, so I An got iPod Shuffle. <laughs> oh my god! I almost fucking spit out my drink. <laughs> <clears throat> wow! An iPod Shuffle. All right. The so, original, the original screenless this, this one. Box, this box is suspiciously light, so it may be an iPod Shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's oh my see. God. Oh my suspiciously god! Suspiciously light. It's a little Luden. Oh shit! Luden. What? It's a little Luden. I got a little light loopy Luden. <laughs> what? Oh my god! Have you have you guys not seen the movie High Fidelity? Of course, I've seen High Fidelity. I have the book oh, yeah. on my bookshelf right now. I wasn't uh, asking about the book. If, so, if you're one, of, if you ever become <laughs> one of my close friends, you will know I I quote this movie a lot. <laughs> but there's this scene with uh, Jack Black, and he's uh, talk he's talking about this song, and he's like. And of course, the best version is Lil Latin Loopy Loose version. <laughs> That's awesome. What's wrong with the Righteous Brothers version? No, I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, no, this is this is so great. Yeah, I saw these at the uh, the event, the Kojima thing. Well, you know what's funny uh, is is afterward, like I was like, yeah, he's gonna love it. And then you got it, you're like, the box is light. I'm like, oh shit. Like, did I just order him a box? So I had to fucking check and and make sure that it wasn't just a box. And I've been sitting here for the past three days, like, because I remember listening to that episode when it came out. And I'm like, did Alessio say that Chris got one of the dolls? I don't remember. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'm going to put this up on my rear view mirror. Oh. That's awesome. Perfect spot. That's great. That's great. Maybe Maddie will tell me that I'm going to go to the moon one day. Oh, that would be nice. Wouldn't that be nice? I'll put you in, I'll put you in like a stand-up shower and hold a book in front of you. It'll be almost the same. (laughs) (laughs) Just me naked in some tank of fluid while Zach reads to me. Can you, Zach, can you sing BB's theme in a very thick New York accent for me, please? Uh, <laughs> see the sunrise. The day is ending. Let that yawn out. There's no, no pretending. Get out of here. I was laughing. I'm sitting crisscross applesauce on my on my bed recording this right now, and like I was laughing so hard that I leaned back and I just started like hugging my right foot. Like, <laughs> this, this is the best Christmas gift I could have ever received. Oh God! <laughs> All right, let me let me open my gift from Chris. All right. <laughs> oh my fucking god! <clears throat> All right, let me. So this is a. Uh, Oh, I'm gonna get a lot of good fucking mic work on this one. This oh, is, you hear that? You hear that? Oh, yeah. oh, I love that crinkle. Right, hey, I love see. a good crinkle. Oh yeah, pop that, 
pop that open. What do we got here? Ooh, okay. Okay. So I got a little plastic baggie. Oh, little, little and inside laggy. the plastic baggie are, ooh, are Metal Gear pins, a pin of Metal Gear Rex and Ray. Oh, you went to that and website. Also, ooh, and also a sticker, some stickers. It's Otacon sitting on, or standing on top of a Metal Gear. I'm not sure what this other one is, but it's cool looking. And then I got a little Earthbound print. It's Ness and Paul and Pooh and Jeff on there. And then, let's see. Ooh, it's a shirt. <laughs> I told you you'd love it. I told you you would love I it. I fucking love this. It's like a little chibi Otacon. He's got a burb on his shoulder. He's holding ketchup and it says... Uh, it's like one of my Japanese animes. <laughs> <laughs> this is so cool. I love this. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I will hold you and protect you. So let love warm you till the morning. <laughs> I need I need Zach to like fully record this so that we can cue it here sometime. <laughs> oh, we'll have to do that, and that's what we call Metal Gear. <laughs> mm. oh, volume one. It'll be it'll be Metal Gear. Metal Gear. Metal Gear. That's what I call Metal Gear. Have me with like have me uh, in a Tommy oh. Bahama over like my tactical gear. Yeah. <laughs> Happy, oh man, Merry Christmas, bubbies. Merry Christmas, Merry boys. Happy Christmas. holidays, Merry. Merry fucking happy. This is Merry bad. fucking happy. Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah. And a happy, happy new fucking. Happy, happy Kwanzaa fucking. Fucking happy uh, metal, fucking happy Metal Gearsimus. Happy Death Stranding. A joyous, a joyous Yule. Mm-hmm. Just fucking all of the th- candle nights, happy candle nights. Uh, uh, uh just a fucking Feliz Navidad, you know. Kwanzaa. Me- Merry Narkmas. Merry Narkmas from all of us at Metal Gear Mondays. <laughs> Merry Narkmas. Uh, yeah, so that was our gift exchange. That thing, guys. Guys. You guys are the best. Sam, you're you're so cool, dude. Thank you so much. Yeah. So, I guess, so, so uh, I, we'll be posting um, pictures of our... I'm sorry, I'm, oh, I'm no. imagining, like, a college, like, a college humor, a whitest kids you know style sketch of fucking Chris's BB and me as Cliff. the mental image is really funny (laughs) especially like if we did the sequence of me like trying to lug a tank full of Chris around like as I'm running away from cars a tank full of Chris Sean, Sean if you're listening to this (laughs) please Sean please Sean Sean, please Sean Wilkins, our hero, our only hope. I beg of you, Sean, please. You're my only hope for this. Please, Sean. (laughs) Oh, my God. I will be a Sean. Sean, I will somehow or another find a way to buy you a beer. I will send beer to you. 
if you can please make this happen. <laughs> oh. oh my god. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking well, crying over here. That's funny as shit. That's amazing. Um, so we're gonna, so we've got a couple more like things to talk about, but before we get into our special like uh, round robin, answer the question question. Um, hey, I do, know... I do, I do have one thing to say real quick. What's that? Um, <clears throat> just a shameless plug here. Uh, but I would like okay. to uh, welcome uh, UDF Hot Dog Stand to our Discord. Welcome, my friend. Here's your shout out. Welcome. Oh, nice. they they Thank just joined joining. the uh, they just joined the Discord. Oh, welcome. Welcome, welcome. That could be you too if you go to patreon.com slash Monday. There we go. <laughs> I love you. I love you. Do you have hot dog stand? That's fucking it, it literally just popped up on my phone. I was like, oh, wait. Oh, they just joined the server. Hey, I should probably, I'm going to shout them out real quick. I really do love that. Where is, where um, is that? Uh, it's in on the, the Discord. Yeah, on our Discord. It's in the welcome channel. Oh, the welcome channel. Yeah, you'd know cool. if you weren't a fucking fed narc boy that never is on the Discord. Oh, I can't post welcome? Son of a bitch. <laughs> fucking spinning <laughs> oh, it all. I can't post welcome, bitch? What the fuck? <laughs> I, I, I redact all my fucking singing. You gotta bleep it out now. <laughs> I refuse. I refuse. <laughs> the, only, the only thing I'll ever bleep out is your last name. <laughs> That's all you get from me. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, so I was wondering if you boys had any like holiday traditions that you guys partake in every year around this time. Uh, yeah, how's, 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 yeah, I do. That's that's a Christmas to me, Cole. What's uh, what do you do for Christmas? So holidays usually for the holidays, um, I go back to Athens, which is where I am from. It's where me and Chris are both from. Sorry, Chris, don't mean to dox you. Um. <laughs> Don't mean to dox. Athens, Tennessee, not not Georgia. Fuck Athens. Yeah, fuck Athens, Georgia. Oh my God. Even though Athens, Georgia, <laughs> even though Athens, Georgia is pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, yeah, you guys got a really cool like city in Athens, Georgia. But I'm from Athens, Tennessee. Uh, so if you're from the South, uh, a lot of people know Athens for Mayfield's ice cream. Um, <clears throat> so that's our claim to fame. But I usually come home. We usually have like ice cream there at the house. My mom makes these really awesome like desserts. These like little turtles that are fucking awesome that I love to eat. And then we'll open gifts between my mom, my dad and myself. And then we will go and do essentially like a, a Christmas story. You know, like how they go get like pecking duck at the Chinese restaurant. Cause it's the yeah. only place that's open. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. There is a place in Athens called Yamato's. It's really, really good, like kibachi and sushi. And they stay open on Christmas. And we always go and get, uh, like sushi and hibachi on Christmas. And it's just like, anytime I think of like hibachi, I think Christmas. So yeah, that's like what we used to do, or that's what we do, like with my family. Um, back in the day when a lot of my old friend group is a lot closer. Uh, we used to like all meet up at, um, our house because we all used to live together at this place, uh, we would call it Pope Street. Um, and everyone would bring all of their gifts that they got, uh, back and we'd all just like have fun with whatever, whatever anyone else got. Um, 
But the thing was is that the day before we would all go to the grocery store and buy a shit ton of food and a shit ton of booze and then have this giant uh, party with like all of us just kind of celebrating together like our own personal family. Um, and I, I, that's something I do miss that I don't get to do your anymore. personal pan, your, your personal pan family, my personal pan family, baby. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I was like, I wish, I wish I could still do that. Um, uh, this, th- th- this year, I think I'm just going to, uh, come home after the, after spending time with my family and, uh, have some good, have some good whiskey out of my new Amerigo. Mm-hmm whiskey glasses <laughs> and uh watch christmas vacation hell yeah um what did <clears throat> i do am i so so i actually have a sh- like like shockingly not a lot of like family traditions um every year like we would have a big old like family gathering at my grandma's house but aside from that the one thing that i've always like and this is kind of a reason why i have a, a love for the star wars series as much as i do is that me and my dad would watch the original trilogy every christmas eve mm-hmm. um and it was and i and to this day i still do um and uh it's uh, it's been it's been it's been weird not being home for christmas these last couple of years because like i've had to watch it by myself which isn't normal but and it's okay to say this because he does sometimes listen to the podcast, but um, uh, I will be home for Christmas and I'm surprising my dad and uh, we get to do it again this year. So I'm excited about that. Well, now he's going to know. It's really awesome. Well, he's going to know this is coming out on Christmas. He's going to know already. And I really, I, I'm going to be there. No, I, I really it. hate, I really hate that the idea that we had earlier this week, unfortunately, is probably going to fall through. Um, Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the the yeah. Maybe next year. Hopefully next year. Maybe next year. Yeah. Uh, the idea. The idea well, we're, was we're, we're for sure all hanging out. Like at some point, like <clears throat> a co- any combination of the four of us are going to be hanging out next year. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Like the idea was that um, around Christmas, uh, we were all gonna me, Sam, and Chris were gonna hang out because we're gonna be so close relatively. In the United States, so. But next year, next year for sure. Next, next year, next year, next year. Uh, Chris, do you have anything like any special? Yeah, I got some traditions. <clears throat> I usually uh, spend Christmas with my doggo. Oh, so, yeah. So me and Baguette's favorite boy. Um, oh yes. We'll start the morning off with a nice cup of coffee. Absolutely. A damn uh, fine cup damn of coffee. Damn fine cup of coffee. A damn fine <laughs> cup of coffee. <laughs> and he'll eat breakfast while I play uh, the Vince Garaldi trio, Charlie nice. Brown Christmas. Very nice. Mm. Yeah. Does he get, does he get, how much salami does he get? Oh, he gets a little bit of salami. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's okay. I think dogs, 100% you know, of it's dogs okay. can have a little get bit of salami. Get 100% of salami on Christmas Day. <laughs> you know, but really, for dogs, like cats want the salami. Dogs just want a little cheese snack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a little I, cheese snack. A little, little cheese snack. I give them a little cheese snack for the holiday. Hmm. I like that. I like that a lot. Zach, what about you? Uh, so actually, um, I'll be joining the the club of uh, not being home for Christmas this year. This will be the first year 
I'm not home for Christmas just because of uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> of how uh, you know the the tax laws and all that being a contractor because uh, all taxation is theft. But um, <laughs> but no, uh, so like normally um, I lucked out. Uh, like I never had to work at Christmas even when I was at the hospital. I always I always somehow managed to have that day off. Uh, so I would especially uh, for the past few years it basically just consisted of. Uh, of Christmas Eve, we'd have family over, and my dad and I would skip blasted together. And then uh, there Christmas, you go. Christmas morning, we'd Hell yeah. we'd all stumble out of bed because my brother would wake us up at some fucking ungodly hour. And uh, <laughs> and we'd go and we'd open presents. And uh, younger and, brother, yeah, younger brother. I mean, not not terribly younger. When he was like young, it'd be like he'd be up at like three thirty in the morning. Um, Christ! But now that he's you know he's a He's a little older. No, he's he's eighteen now. Uh, so the pa- for past few years, it was actually me waking him up at like seven thirty. Like, hey, come on, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that, that's about it. Uh, and then of course the tradition of we we'd open up our gifts, then we dad and I would go and freaking nap uh, for like two or three hours, and after after all the gift wrapping was over, we basically would just retreat to our respective corners of the house to go play with our new shit. <laughs> ain't that, a, ain't that everybody, man. I fucking love just tweaking with my new shit. Absolutely. Like, it's so good. Oh yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> remember back in the, back in the, back in the old kid days, getting the Megazords. Oh dude. Megazords and playing with the Megazords, putting them together. And Wake, shit. Waking up and getting that, that brand new PlayStation two baby. Oh my God. Mm. Oh man! Annoying, annoying my family that I was going to be playing Final Fantasy X for the next like four hours while they were watching. Then they're like, "I thought this was supposed to be a video game." And me, my like thirteen-year-old ass being like, "Shut up! It is a, it's a, it's a fucking game. Like, calm down." It's a flipping video game. It's a flipping video you just, game. Man. You won't get it, mom. You don't get it. What the heck? Like, I wish I was I never mean, born. Oh my god! Thank you for Christmas. I love you. I remember. <laughs> Thanks again. I remember cracking God. open a, a brand new N sixty four. Oh, oh my Diddy God! Diddy Kong Racing. That was my Diddy Kong. Yeah. Is that what came with yours? Uh, that, that's the game my parents bought. It came with Mario in the box. See, I got the I got the green N sixty four, and it came with Donkey Kong oh. sixty four. Yeah, that's cool. Oh my God, I love that game. I uh. Okay. I've never Donkey played it, but Kong. I will be playing it on my channel. <laughs> Donkey Kong sixty four. Yeah, I've got an emulator. Hell yeah, Hell yeah it's a fantastic dude. game. And I got the I got the USB plug in N sixty four controller and everything. Fuck yeah, Hefe, let's get it. Um, all right, really quick, rapid fire, starting with Cole. Favorite Christmas movie? Favorite Christmas song? Ooh, okay, easy. Uh, it's fucking. Never mind, it's not easy. Okay, it's tied. Number one okay. for sure is Christmas Vacation. Okay. It's tied with Die Hard. Okay. Because it is a Christmas movie. Uh-huh. Just want to throw it out there, so is Lethal Weapon. It is. Yes. Um, I love the idea. Of, I, what, I saw it. I can't remember. If, so legitimately, I can't remember if I made this up in my brain or I saw a post about this, but... I, I, there's this something said, uh, 
thinking that Die Hard is a Christmas movie isn't a personality. It isn't. It isn't. It's the same thing as like loving Halloween isn't a isn't a personality. Right. Um, and then Christmas songs. It's really funny. It is Mele Kalikimaka, mm-hmm. the Bing Crosby right. version, because it's fun as shit to sing and it's fun to say. And uh, a new one that I kind of uh, vibe with Sam about is Oh Noel by mm. I don't know how, but they found me because they put out yes. they put out a three song EP of just like original Christmas songs and they're amazing. Um, mm. Honorable mention to probably one of Chris's favorite Christmas songs that I will let him talk about later on. Okay. Well, Honorable later on, to one could of be now. Uh, what what mention? No. <laughs> your Cole seems to think that you your favorite Christmas song is also one of his favorite Christmas songs. So we'll see. We'll see if the oh. best friend magic plays here. <laughs> yeah, Chris. What was your favorite Christmas movie and Christmas song? Oh, so Christmas movie. Uh, I would have to give to It's a Wonderful Life. Ooh, okay. Mm, yeah. Classico, baby. Yeah, muy classico. I, it's like the classico. Really? I tear up every time. That's a, such a good movie. Yeah. And then, like, second place, I would put uh, the most... second, The second most Christmas movie of all time, The Empire Strikes Back. Ooh. Oh. Would you call Empire Strikes Back a Christmas movie? Yeah, it's a Christmas movie. I mean, uh, it has Hoth, a snow <laughs> They're having a big snow fight. <laughs> yeah, so it's a Christmas movie. I mean... Yeah, big old Christmas trees in the hangar. Yeah. It's it, yeah. actually... Actually, uh, George Lucas added the Christmas trees in the 1999 special edition. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, oh, my God. And then my favorite Christmas song is... So, I have two. And uh, one of them is Please Come Home for Christmas by Mr. Aaron Neville. I love that one. Oh, it's good. It's a classic. Uh and my all-time favorite is Christmas in L.A. That's what I was talking like about, baby. That, that best friend magic's oh, paying yeah. off. Oh, yeah. Just treat yourselves. If you want to see a dog dance to some music. Yes. Check yes. that music video out. It's so good. Well, tell the, tell the name of the, of the artist, obviously. Uh, it's Wolfpack. 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 Zach, what about you? Movie music? Favorite movie, uh, purely for nostalgia's sake, is Jingle All the Way. Hey. Nice. Turbo Man. Who said you could touch my cookies? Put that cookie (laughs) down. Now. (laughs) And one of of the most... one of the most memorable scenes from that movie is when uh, I forget who plays the the mailman, but he's got a box and he goes, "I got I got a bomb," and everyone's like freaking out. And then he's running out and the package actually explodes, and he goes, "That was an actual bomb? What's wrong with these people?" <laughs> um, 
And then music, uh, also Bing Crosby, because is there really any other kind of Christmas music? Oh, man, come on. Uh, but uh, his uh, I'm Dreaming of a White Christmas. Yes. Mm. It's, it's a classic. It's a classic. And then since we're doing top two, my second one is uh, Christmas Time is Here, the Peanuts rendition. Mm. Hey, there we yes. go. Yes, mm. good, good, good. I like that a lot. Um... Well, for me, my favorite Christmas movie. I've got a very, very, very soft spot for the um, for the original Home Alone. Of course, uh, Home Alone. <laughs> it's 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 either Home Alone or A Christmas Story. Um, I watch A Christmas Story every year. It's such a classic. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Right. But uh, but Home Home Alone for sure. Um, <laughs> for Julie. <laughs> fragile. <laughs> I'm fragile, but I'm not that fragile. It's an an- <laughs> it's an antique. <laughs> I brought you a holiday. I brought you a holiday metaphor. <laughs> I'll be waiting in the living room. Come find me. <laughs> um, wow. And then I'd also like to give a big shouts to Die Hard for sure. For sure, it's so it's so hard to see when we shoot our eyes out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> fucking fucking fuck! Sam, use your decoder ring. <laughs> 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 it tracks your vitals. <laughs> I I understand the uh, I understand the meaning of the death stranding. Drink more Ovaltine. <laughs> <laughs> you see, when, Ma- when when Mama died, her fa stayed on the on Earth, but her law went up to heaven. <laughs> 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 we broke Sam. We broke Sam. <laughs> I love the idea of like a Christmas time story in the Death Stranding universe. It's so oh good. God. Her fun, her love. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh you have tidings you have have tidings what level are you i definitely have the yule i I definitely have the yule factor (laughs) you gotta hang cole we need to stop you god someone needs to these are crimes all the way Um, I need to be I need to be voided out immediately. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I'm proud of the final law thing. <laughs> the 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 fucking the fucking chiral artist makes you carry a fucking ornament across like that's, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> like BT territory. <laughs> Only to have his girlfriend break it. Oh man! The elder asks you why you're saying happy holidays. Merry Christmas. No, fuck. Oh, anyway, uh, my favorite Christmas songs. Um, I want to give. I do want to give big shouts to. Um, I don't know how but they found me. Their Christmas album is their Christmas like EP is really. It's good. so good. Um, um, I think 
my my second favorite is probably um there's a version of All I Want for Christmas is You, but it's in minor key done by this guy on YouTube named Chase Holfelder. I listen to that. Um, it's so good. It's so phenomenal. And it's been my fa- one of my favorite like Christmas songs to listen to ever, like ever since I first saw it several years ago. <laughs> so um, I'm, corru- I'm corrupted because when you said minor key, all I could think of was the Miley Cyrus. No, <laughs> don't you dare bring that into this. <laughs> yeah, that's a Patriot Club original over there. Um, can, I, can, I, uh, can I give an honorable mention real quick? Off the back yeah, of that, yeah. you were yeah. saying all I want for Christmas is you. Um, uh-huh. I do have an honorable mention that is that song, but it is not done by Mariah Carey. Shouts out to my boy Chris Hampton. I know you feel me. Ooh. Uh, my Chemical Romance did the yes. best version of that song oh, yeah. ever. <laughs> so good, so good. I agree. Um, and then leg- and this is kind of a segue, but my legitimate favorite Christmas song is Last Christmas by Wham. Oh, um, yeah, which, yeah. Uh, which for the month of December, we were playing a game called Whamageddon, which if you haven't heard of Whamageddon, um, from the days of January or December 1st through December 24th, you are not allowed to hear or listen to Last Christmas by Wham, um, a seminal Christmas classic by Wham. R.I.P. Um, King, R.I.P. 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 Um, and if you do, you lose Whamageddon, essentially, you have to like like you know bragging rights and so um uh we all lost him again <laughs> at one point or another uh cole I, I will say cole did last the long you're damn right you, i did you, you died on the 18th or like some point like yeah no, yeah so it was before that it was like sunday it was like sunday i the, think uh, i think i think it was like the 15th that i lost yeah, it was the fifteenth. I lost on the fourteenth. Zach, so I one of the rules myself that, out. Well, Zach, Zach fucking Halu Akbard last Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know uh, if that's an okay joke. <laughs> I mean, it probably isn't. Uh, oh no, um, I appreciate it. <laughs> good, I'm glad. Um, no, Zach, like Zach, like. One of the rules we established for ourselves is that if somebody like plays it for you on purpose, you can't lose. But Zach played it on a well, on so, a face, so, so on a what FaceTime. I so what what we did was we were going through like different songs. So I had like two other songs that I played before then, and then I just had it sort of fade into into mm. Last Christmas by Wham. And it was funny because like these guys didn't notice the first, and then I just saw Sam's <laughs> eyes light up with like anger. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, then he just hear Cole go, "Oh fuck!" It was so, so perfect. We didn't lose though. then because he broke the rules. It was very perfect. But Zach, uh, Zach lost the game there for himself. And then Chris, I think, was the first one. Yeah, because he went to a, he went to a Christmas party, right? Oh yeah. yeah. So I went to my work Christmas party at this like little fancy farm to table restaurant, and it was pretty loud in the actual restaurant. They were playing music. I got up. To excuse myself to the restroom. As soon as I walked in the restroom, was, was uh, preparing to let loose. <laughs> uh, I noticed how quiet it was, and then I heard the music. No. <laughs> Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. I was. I was just drunk enough to let out an audible fuck in the bathroom, which got me some looks. I was going to say, and all, all other heads turned toward him. Yeah. Uh, 
So yes, but so Cole was technically victorious amongst the four. Like the game. Uh, you lose, you lose. Uh, oh wait. Oh, we all lost Whamageddon. Fuck you, dude. I I lost. Yep, you did. You did lose, son. You did lose. Um, so yeah. So that was Whamageddon. Uh do you guys want to talk about my special prompt? Yeah. Yeah, I think we can. Yeah. Uh. Uh, so I I feel like I have to take a little bit of heat for this. <laughs> because in your absence. Yeah. As as you know, this is what def- fucking happens when I go away for just a, just a couple of days. In your absence as de facto host. We, you know, we, if you've listened to, uh, if you're a patron, uh, subscriber, you heard our, um, Patriot Club, uh, the other day. And we did use this prompt. And it's, it's totally a Sam prompt. Mm -hmm. Um, and I completely dropped the ball. And we talked about this on the Patriot Club. But we would be remiss if we didn't get Sam's hot take. So. Yeah. Go ahead, buddy. So we're getting everybody's hot take. If you listen to the Patriot Club, you're going to get double takes, but now you get my take on the main feed. So. Extra, extra, hear all about it. Sam's got a hot take. <laughs> now do it. Now, Yay. now, now do the fucking BB thing again with that same voice. Uh, hold on. I got to pull up the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Let's go. Come on, Sam. Um, so the prompt goes as follows, right? Everybody's seen seminal Christmas classic starring noted crazy person Tim Allen. Uh, the Santa Claus, wherein when uh, Mr. Scott Calvin, the protagonist of our story, goes outside and hears something on his roof, he sees Santa Claus, spooks Santa Claus. Santa Claus falls off the roof and dies, and, and Scott Calvin becomes Santa Claus, right? So my question for everybody was, if a, Ko- a Hideo Kojima character uh, were to be the Scott Calvin in this instance and did something that caused Santa Claus's death and had to become the new Santa Claus, which Kojima character it could be from metal gear. It could be from his early games. It could be from death stranding. Which Kojima character do you think would make the best Sandy Claus? And that's the prompt. I think it's only fair that you go first. You think I should go first? I think you should go first because if, all right, if you've listened to the Patriot Club, you've heard her, our, all of our hot takes. <laughs> Unless, you know, some of us are going to change them. Ooh. Didn't think of that curveball, did you there, Cole? Ooh. No, all nothing right. really surprises me with you, dude, anymore. I mean, it's just... Uh. The bonus prompt, by the way, is how did it happen, right? So, with all that being said, my answer is... One Vulcan Raven. Okay, this was not brought up. (laughs) I'm interested to see where this fucking takes. All right. My answer is Vulcan Raven. He is large. I think that if he wasn't a terrorist, he'd be pretty jolly. He already lives in a cold climate, so he'd be perfectly suited. Sure, sure. Or he'd be perfectly suited for, uh, for North Pole work. Um, also he can apparently freeze solid snake in place and do some magical bullshit with crows. So he's already probably got some Christmas magic within him. He's the perfect candidate. 
Um, and I think that he should be Santa Claus. And I think that how it happened is that one day Santa Claus is, you know, minding his own business, like flying low orbit, uh, going to deliver presents. And he runs afoul of a giant cloud of Vulcan Ravens Ravens who then eat Santa Claus alive. The sleigh crashes on Shadow Moses Island and uh, Vulcan Raven finds the note and has to become Santa Claus. I'm okay mm. with this. It's yeah. it's it's better than some of our answers. I'll front this. <laughs> Are you guys dragging my answer? Oh, I'm dragging the fuck out of your answer. So uh, so oh, I was told what you, so Chris Chris I was told what your answer was. That was my original answer for the record. So don't feel too uh, bad about oh, yeah. it. I I don't I like feel it. bad about it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go, ahead. Ahead. go off, King. Go I like go it. King. Go for but, it. Go uh, off, King. Are we, are we saying like just Hideo Kojima character because, or is it confined to the Metal Gear series? No, it's just Hideo Kojima <laughs> character. Like it could be anybody. Don't from, you like, fucking snatcher, dare. police, don't, don't fucking don't, dare, don't dare oh, what? No. Don't oh, I dare no. what? Just, just oh, do no. it. Just do it. I, <laughs> I think that maybe I want to <laughs> say that our friend Sam Porter. God. <laughs> don't would be That's a better Santa Claus answer. than Pequod. It's such the obvious answer, though, right? Like it is. Uh, Chris is rolling two gutter balls in a roll with his answer. Oh my god! Me, it's a Christmas miracle. Me and Zach James agree on something. Wow! 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 Go on, yeah, no. please. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I, just, I don't know what to say. Explain. You mean explain. Yeah, so, I mean, the obvious thing is that he delivers packages. Uh-huh. He, Sam is the man who delivers. Uh-huh. So Santa. Right? Uh-huh. And two, he connects people, which is something that also Santa does. Uh-huh. Spread, spreading cheer. Yeah. He's a saint. Yeah. <laughs> Can't stop watching it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Good news, boys and girls. <laughs> Christmas is gonna take uh about three years to uh fully, you know, come to fruition. What do you mean Damn. three years? <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, uh, good my luck getting god. across the fucking mountains. <laughs> well how <laughs> oh, So Chris, how did how did know, he's got some zip lines built. Yeah. None of us works. use zip lines. Comp Well listen, when he's Santa, he doesn't need to worry about anything. He just fly in his mm-hmm. sleigh. Yeah. So it doesn't matter anymore. As long yeah. as as long as he has the chiral network like set up. Chiral it's chiral Christmas magic, baby. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. How how does he how does he kill Santa in this? Yeah, I'd love to hear this one. Uh, he trips over a rock I've and got- tumbles down a mountain. And <laughs> glides into- I was gonna say he fucking hooked a hematic grenade too far. <laughs> I, just, I was gonna I just, say <laughs> he he uh, he engineered a void out just, on the north. Pole. I just love the idea of Santa Claus like with his like giant bag like. Losing his like footing and just falling. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of like hawking a piss grenade at Santa. <laughs> oh, ho, holy shit! Oh, 
All right. Well, well, Cole, you seem particularly interested yeah. in his answer. Yeah. Why don't you? Uh, because I have the right answer. I have the right answer. It's right the answer. same What's answer the right I gave on the PC. Okay, go ahead. It's obviously Ocelot. Is it? It is. Is that the right answer? That is the Cole? right answer. That is. Tell me why you for think sure that's the right, the right answer. answer. Okay. You want to know why? Okay. Ocelot is the best Santa Claus. Why is that? Okay. Couple reasons. One, already has like the facial hair and the ability to grow the facial hair to be Santa Claus. Look at that mustache. It is pristine white. Looks amazing. A mustache does not make a beard. It friend. can though, <laughs> Zach. It can. But it doesn't always. Shut up. I'm not so done. Let's not, let's Shut not up. I'm not done. Shut up. I'm not done. Is, Shut up. That man has I am never had a beard. That done. man has never had a beard in the entire series. I am not done. Okay, go ahead. He is obviously a marksman. So he is going to be just whipping presents down uh, chimneys left and right. That man is slick with it. Shut up. I'm not done. (laughs) Obviously, the man is also (laughs) a absolute genius when it comes to intel. He definitely knows when you're sleeping. He definitely knows when you're awake. He definitely knows if you have been bad or good. So you better be good, for goodness sake. Otherwise, he's going to like strap you to a torture rack, and you know that's the new coal, but like not the thing that everyone used to make fun of me for. Um, he's just the best. I mean, like any man who can like come up with a convoluted plan to mess with the Patriots and the United States government and every other government on the face of the planet has the ability to come up with a global like conspiracy theory that Santa Claus exists. Also, I think was it Chris or was it Zach that pointed out that snake in Metal Gear Solid three does. <laughs> that was, that was me does believe in Santa Claus. He sure does. So yeah. Cause he believed in Santa Claus and vampires. I believe. Yeah. He sure did. He sure did. So Ocelot is the obvious choice for Santa Claus. Okay. Uh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. How does Ocelot kill Santa Claus? Allah. Obviously perfect. Allah. <laughs> fucking Peace Walker. Uh-huh. Mm. Ocelot has been working as a quadruple agent in Santa's workshop for yeah. years now. He has totally ingrained himself <laughs> in Clearly. the North Pole's uh, system of, you know, making toys and getting reindeers ready and everything else. The, and then the plural of deer is deer. I will fucking <laughs> strike you. When I see you. Wow. Oh, Jesus Christ. Fucking get your rich hand ass bullshit out of here. Ocelot has been there. He's he's just waiting. He's been waiting. He's been he's been waiting. He knows when the right time to strike is. Mm-hmm. And then it comes. And what's he do? Just whips out that like revolver, spins it a couple times, clack, 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 clack. Santa Claus and his Secret Service are gone, and now Ocelot is Santa. 
Secret Service. Secret he's Service. Got, he's got a fucking squad. Fuck oh, you don't think Santa has a security detail that's that Ocelot can't just absolutely clap? Bunch you are fucking, out of your mind. Bunch of elves wearing miniature tactical vests and towing M4s. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> they've, got, they've got five, five, sixers in pine. <laughs> <laughs> Next generation Christmas force. <laughs> oh my this god. This is the most probable answer, and I dare anyone to come at me. Please at me. It's uh wrong, I am man. I am Cole Duncan on Twitter. Please at me. Mm. Yes, it is done. We'll talk soon. Rudolph the red nosed reindeer. But up. I love the idea that Rudolph was the one who hired a hit on Santa Claus because of all those times when they Santa didn't do anything about the reindeers not letting him play their reindeer game. It's a it's a close up of what appears to be the cherry of a cigarette, but then it pans out to be Rudolph's nose. <laughs> all right, Zach, who do you got? What do you got? So I'm gonna change my answer from what I gave Ooh. on the Patreon Club. And I'm gonna go with Old Snake. What? Okay. Because I mean, if we're going off of Cole's Cole's uh fucking direction, mm-hmm. he's got the mustache for it. Sure. A beer a mustache a beard does not make. No, fuck uh, you, uh, Cole. You don't get to you don't get to. You don't get no, to No, he he did that to me. <laughs> I get to do that. No, you don't get to because you were arguing yeah. legitimately for it, and he's fucking busting your chops. Yeah, you but, don't but, get to. But you know what, Cole? Solid Snake is a clone of Big Boss, and Big Boss grows a banging beard. He is not a perfect sure clone of him. I'm pretty sure he's got the facial hair. He is not a perfect clone of him. Um, I just wanted to throw out there for the record: didn't they shave off a beard when Solid Snake got pulled in for the mission on Seattle Moses in Metal Gear Solid One? via the as evidenced by the briefing i know they definitely cut his hair i don't know about the beard mm-hmm. i feel like he had a i feel like he had a beard mm-hmm. i feel like he had a beard liquor girls <laughs> jesus yeah. christ spoken oh by my someone God. who knows that he's been dethroned mm-hmm. and how does <laughs> absolutely old snake not kill? absolutely not how does old snake kill <clears throat> Santa Claus. No, no, no. So, I want to know why he's the perfect Santa Claus. So Old Snake oh, okay. kills Santa Claus because he goes on to their big airplane thing from Metal Gear Solid 4 because he's going to deliver some presents to Sonny because, you know, she, she's been a good girl. She deserves some presents. Sure. Uh, well, he doesn't realize that Snake is having... An egg timer, PT- maybe? He doesn't realize that Snake is having one of his little PTSD dreams on the bench that he's always sleeping on in Metal Gear Solid 4. And so in one of his PTSD fever dreams, Snake just CQCs the shit out of Santa Claus and snaps his neck before right before he wakes up. Uh so then uh so then he goes because uh Christmas has changed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ID tagged reindeer, driving ID tagged sleigh, delivering ID tagged presents. And so specifically Old Snake, why why do you think Old Snake would make the perfect Santa Claus? Because because I just love the idea because Old Snake's a fucking crotchety old bastard. Sure. So <laughs> so having to imagine <clears throat> him like trying to do all the jolly shit of Santa Claus, just being this pissed off, crusty old soldier is really <laughs> funny in my mind. 
Just it it's Santa. He's uh, like, you know, sort of pissed <laughs> off as he's handed out the presents. <laughs> oh my Smoking god. Smoking a cigar the entire what was time. Your, what was your original answer? Oh, it was the end. Oh, interesting. Okay. Mainly because of appearance's sake and the fact that him sort of rolling around all bug-eyed in his wheelchair was also a very funny image. <laughs> I I had a quasi-joke answer that also worked, but it was, like, cheating because I just said the Patriots. Mm. The Folly Lulelo? Yeah. No, Chris Chris had a really good slap back to this. <laughs> the Fala Lulelo? No, I said that was going to be a Lale Lule no. <laughs> 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 that's pretty good deal well boys we've got one more little thing that i want to i want to get to before we say sayonara uh for today um we got one more listener response that came in after we were done recording on um on for uh this week's outer op and um it was a good response and i wanted to read it out here it is from one terry wolf hey what's up terry so I do want to I do want to warn um, if you have not either beaten played and beaten or um, listened to our coverage on Death Stranding, um, block us out now. Um, Sam, cue it here at the timestamp that you can jump back in. Hey, thanks, past Sam. You can jump back in at one hour and thirty nine minutes to avoid all the Death Stranding spoilers we're going to be talking about in this letter. But come back. Because it's from Terry Wolf and it's a very good discussion. So, see you on the other side. There it is. Um, I'll stay with you <laughs> by your side. Close your tired eyes. <laughs> there, there you go. Um, so now we are fully in in spoiler territory. Um, and. Uh, if you you know you're not listening to it now because I told you what time to come back in, so we'll just get into it. Terry has a uh, has a, a letter for us, so he says, "Fury Man here, coming at you from <laughs> the official Metal Gear Solid Gmail account." If I heard you guys correctly, you wanted excuses to quote go off and generate some sweet sweet clickbait controversy headlines. So let me do my part to grease the wheels for you. Get it? the The first series of questions, and I feel like we could probably like the the rest of us can answer this as well. Um, uh, just from a different position, but the first series of questions is for Zach America MacGuffin Strand Bridges Porter Cryptic Metaphor. <laughs> oh my! You're an author of actual novels, so you have a much more complete window of insight into the writing process than most, and therefore I give your I give your takes on writing extra weight. With that mind, with that in mind, let's play a game. Oh my! I'm, yeah. First want off, you... I'm, first off, I'm honored mm. to hear that. Uh, but yeah, let's play a game. Let's play a game. I want you to think of your all-time favorite work of fiction, the one that inspires and uplift you, uplifts you the most, and take a moment to absorb what makes it so powerful with all the little details you could probably think about for ages. Ooh. So I want you to pull that in your mind's eye, Zach, and all of us, too, can do that as well. Got it. Really think about it, absorb it, Got feel it. it. Got it. Got it? Okay. Yep. If that feeling of appreciation you've got right now is a 10... I want to get your rating out of 10 of some of Death Stranding's moments and concepts and a single word to sum each one up. All right. Wow. So we'll start with Zach. So we'll start with Zach and then we can all answer the question. So number one, Amelie dropping the 
bombshell secret she's been keeping for years that her quote real name is Amerigo after the Italian explorer from the 1500s who was a male. So where would you rank that on your scale of one to ten, and what's a what's one word you would use to describe it? Uh, I'll give that a five. Okay. And my one word to describe it uh, would be nonplussed. Ooh, okay. Nonplus. Uh Cole, what about you? Um I'm gonna give it a I feel like I, I don't wanna can just copy Zach, but I I'll also give it a five. Um and my one word would be expected. Hmm. <laughs> You expect? Well, I guess it was kind of expected. Well, what I, what, I, what I mean by trailer. that? What I mean by that is a is a turn. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. I feel that. Chris, what about you? I'm gonna give that moment a four. Hmm. And I'm gonna just say it felt kind of pointless. Ooh, pointless. A. Uh, me, I'll, I'll stick around here and I'll give it, I'll give it a five. Um, and I think my answer, I think my one word would be weird. <laughs> sure. Sure. That's fair. That's totally fair. Because I think inflection is important too. Like it's not just weird. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, number two, uh, starting with Zach, the overall handling of core plot and setting elements like beaches, Chiral clouds that prevent aircraft from functioning, timefall, BTs, mules, etc. I'll give that a I'll give that an eight and a half out of ten. Okay. Uh okay. because of uh intrigue. Hmm. We like a bit of intrigue. Is that your word? Is intrigue? Yes. Nice. Cool. Um, I will give it a seven. Mm-hmm. Uh for ingenuity. Hmm. Chris? Um, I'm going to give it a good eight. I felt like the major plot beats were handled very well. The setting was excellent. It was something really original. Yeah, the overall feel of the game was just very nice. And I, I, I like I like how up, up until the very end with all that stuff, um, before I realized that there was no real explicit payoff with it was it it was very good in like dropping breadcrumbs to just give you enough for me in particular to be like, Oh, that's, that's fucking interesting. I want, I want to learn more about the world. However, so that's, that's where intrigue comes from. However, I do have a caveat to mine as far as setting is concerned. I'm still angry that I could not go to like Appalachia, <laughs> I'm still, still, I'm still gonna, wow. I'm still gonna. That is still the hill that I'm willing to die on. I'm still, mm-hmm. really, relatively well, sad. That's, that's because that's because before the Death Stranding, it was destroyed by the Boogaloo. Don't. <laughs> We're not okay. talking about the fucking Boogaloo. Don't you dare! Um, Don't you dare! I will. I will. I will also give it an eight. I will say interesting is my word. Mm-hmm. Um. Number three, Sam's backstory about a wife and the role this plays throughout the story. 
Uh, I'll give that one a six. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll say uh, my one word with that would be, um, I guess, disappointing with mm. the caveat that I wish I wish they'd done more with it other than just a backstory of like, hey, you had a baby at one time. Now you've got another one. Okay, cool. I actually am going to give this an eight. Eight. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will call this uh, up for for relatable. Um, okay. Because I I I feel like Sam having a wife at one time and experiencing loss is something that makes him more human as a character. Hmm. Okay, Chris, what do you think? Yeah, I'm gonna give that a uh, a good nine. I, I think it was uh, vital in really fleshing out who Sam was as a person. And uh, it, it made him more than just like a, a protagonist or like some sort of unrelatable character because he had been through what he had been through. Yeah, I like that. Mm. See, um, go ahead. I'll, Sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll give it like. I'm going to give it like a a five and I'll say my word. (sighs) It's probably like nonplussed. I'd say, I think, cause I agree with the notion that like, it does help flesh him out as a character a little bit more, but they kind of just don't do anything with it. They have that moment where dead man, like talks to you about it. But what do you have? You have the picture and then you have that one moment where dead man's talking Mm. to you about it. And it kind of doesn't like, pose an impact for the most of the game my my thing with that is that it is that it kind of makes the the point that the past doesn't define us and that's what really kind of spoke mm-hmm. to but, me personally but at the same time a big reason that sam was kind of this like broody loner was because of that loss so therefore his past was defining him as his current character. I mean, I, I get that, but I mean, I'm, I'm in the same camp that, and that's why I think I, I related so much to that bit of, of Sam. And so I think it's, I guess maybe I can, um, change my word to subjective. Mm, okay. Is that, that kind of loss and that kind of um, relationship that he had had is something that is purely human. And I love that about Sam personally. Hmm. Hmm. All right. And number four, the recurring flirtation between Sam and fragile with the maggot snacks, little cryptobites. Um, I would give this a six, uh, just because I would say inconsistency would be my one Mm. word because, well, I like that it was used as, um, as like a sort of flirty thing. It was just real annoying in the beginning (laughs) and, uh. And then it sort of got more natural as the story went on. 
But then at the end when they were like, oh, she's in a she's in a coma and she could take weeks to recover. Then Sam just sort of waggles a crypto buyout in front of her and she miraculously recovers. It just took away all urgency and that just killed that whole like scene for me. Mm-hmm. Which at the time I sort of I was expecting it at that point. Um I I expect nothing and yet I'm still let down. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the other thing with it too is that at the end as well, it kind of just ends up back where it started. Like they're these they they've grown closer, but he's just like, No, I'm nobody and I'm nothing and he just kind of like abandons her. Yeah. You know? So yeah. it kind of flips back that way. But uh Cole, what what would you say? I'm gonna say eight. Um, and the word I will use is endearing. Hmm. It, it is a, it's not like Kojima has a tendency to use comic relief to kind of introduce a bit of levity into his games. And I really appreciated this kind of break from that, um, where it's not just comedy it's this kind of endearing thing that he and fragile have and it's i just thought it was endearing and sweet it's wholesome Hmm. chris yeah i'll second that a good eight seems fair here um and i i felt like they had more of a sibling type relationship than any romantic interest in my opinion uh, I, I felt it was a little questionable at times, but I can. Yeah, I don't know. I was chalking that up to be that being like Kojima being a weird guy <laughs> and how he treats women in fiction. Yeah, I feel that. Um, me, I give it a seven and a half, and I think my and I think legitimately, and this is not a this isn't a joke. This is just my quick, easy word to just sum it all up. I think my word would be. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I do think. Sam, that how does the, one spell that word? Um, you. <laughs> uh, uh, I guess U H H H H H. But like it kind of like floats upwards at the yeah, end. Yeah, it's like it's <laughs> like a couple it's, of accents. Uh. It's like you. It's like U N G H H H H H H. Um, it's just kind of like I. <laughs> For those of you not keeping track of all of the last like like eight episodes of this podcast, uh, the uh is a term of endearment and uh is not. So yeah. I gave it a good term of endearment. Um, I will say I think it was it was shout out my boy Tripex. Mm-hmm. I uh, I do agree with uh, with endearing. I can say it, it is it is it is pretty. It's kind of endearing and it's fun and I think like they have like their. Like especially after like you get rid of the bomb in chapter three, like they they it starts like clicking on a on a different level, and I appreciate that. So it was a it was a fun little relationship. Um, and then Terry continues. He has a que- now he has a question for everyone. It's twenty twenty one, and Hideo Kojima is working on a Death Stranding Redux. He's a huge fan of Metal Gear Mondays, and personally ask each of you to make one major change to the game to make it better, <laughs> more popular, more effective, or whatever you think is most important. It could be a plot change, a gameplay, a level feature change, a character performance, a writing change, audio, visual, etc. Anything you want. He has the budget and the green light to make it happen. What do you suggest to him? And he, he specifically asks for serious answers. Um, so we'll keep the cycle going. Zach, I feel like I know what you're going to say. 
So please continue with what you're going to say. <laughs> so my, my biggest gripe, uh, was it only one or could we change multiple things? Multiple. Um, one thing. Well, wait. He asked you to make one major change. Mm. One major change? Mm-hmm. Get rid of episodes uh, 10 and 13. <laughs> get rid of the backtracking. Mm. Put him in a fucking cutscene. Have him wake up. You know, he fucking gets chiral stormed back and then he wakes up, you know, where he where he needs to be or, or you know, some other porter found him. Just get rid of the backtracking. I, mm. I, I almost didn't finish the game because of those sections. Wild. Mm. Cole, what do you got? I'm going to cheat. I'm sorry. You're going to cheat? What do you mean you're going to cheat? Are you going to say multiple things? Because that's against the rules. Okay, then I, if I have to say one thing... Mm-hmm. It's give me exposition in audio form rather than an email. Mm-hmm. The other thing was very small. What's that? Um, Tell me. Let me drive over fucking rocks, Kojima. <laughs> <laughs> it's can a add, fucking all-terrain bike. Let me drive over a That's fucking a, rock. Can I add, can I add yeah. one small thing? Go ahead. Sure. I don't need goddamn slow motion for when I pick up a rock <laughs> or I grab a bug or it starts to rain or I enter a fucking BT field. Preach, I don't King. need slow motion. Preach, King. Preach. Give me an audio cue. Give me a visual cue. Give me whatever. But do not break the flow with your unnecessary goddamn slow motion. <laughs> okay. Alrighty, Chris. What do you? What do you? What do you? What do you got, Chris? Um, you're on record as like really, really being into a lot of the choices this game made. So I'm curious yeah. to see what you would, you would, you would change. Yeah, I, I was pretty on board in here for most everything that happened, but I would say the big changes I would make would be um, the ability to choose to play on a server with people that you know. Mm. So that would like, I think, I think that would heighten his goal of like building connections with people because then you would have the opportunity to build connections with people and interact with them in real life too. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, Imagine how interesting our playthrough would have been in that case. We We could have played with each other. Yeah. We could have worked together to build... We all could have used Chris's like roads. Oh yeah, for real, for real. <laughs> God, if I listen, if I, I wouldn't Chris's hit a roads fucking game, rock that I can't oh, drive over, man. Kojima. <laughs> uh, I think my change, I think, would honestly be, um, I would have you run afoul of Higgs a lot more. I think. Mm. Yeah, no, I didn't even think about um, that, but I love I, that. I don't think that you need to do a whole lot of extra story because I don't think I think I would just like I would I just want to see him more. I think seeing him if you see him in chapter or episode two uh, right at the end when he summons the 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 BT for you to fight um, and then you see him as the bridges uh, like person like personnel disguise giving you the bomb and then I think after that really the next time you see him for real for real is uh in episode nine and that is so far away from where you 
like where you last saw him. And I could be misremembering, but I think I'm right in that on that. Can uh, I uh like, can I add a caveat onto yours, Sam? What's that? How cool would it be if like almost at seemingly random times, like in almost like a blink and you miss it fashion, he would pop up almost like the G Man in Half Life. Like so, you're going. Mm. He was like standing up on a ridge line or whatever, and then if you, yeah, and then like as you're going, he would just sort of poof out of existence. Like, mm. how cool would that be? At like random instances where he's just sort of like observing your progress. That would have been so cool. Yeah, that would be so cool. Like, I, 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 I would want to see him more like cutscenes because he's such a great like smarmy like dickish. Yeah. Oh, he was a like wonderful villain. villain. Oh, he was such a great villain. So I would love to see him more, more in more but, in cutscenes. But, 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 but I think I adding, love that idea because I think that would really add to his agency as well. In the fact that because remember his whole thing is he's waiting for you to connect the chiral network because you're basically leading him to Amelie. Yeah, yeah. So I I feel like that would just add a whole another layer to his to his character and his agency within the world of like you look and yes, he's got all these powers and he's tracking you. Or he's leading you. Like what if he was like part of like the quickest route checkpoints? Oh, that'd be, yeah. Like, like he, it it would almost, so you feel like he's, he's out of the way, but then if you go that way, like there's no BTs there or whatever. Right. He's, Mm -hmm. he's, he's leading you. Like, and if you like show up, if you show up to where he's at, like there are like a shitload of like chiral crystals or something, something like that. Yeah. Like anything like that would be cool. Like I, I just like, I want, I feel like I want more, more presence, not necessarily like extra backstory or whatever. I just want more presence because he's such a great character. Oh yeah. Um, and I struggled with that answer because it was, it was either him or cliff, but thinking back onto the whole thing, I think they really utilize cliff a perfect amount. I, sure. I, I agree. Cliff's cliff's whole build up and payoff was probably actually not probably was my favorite part of the entire game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'd 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 clamor for some more presence of Higgs in this game. Oh, and 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 one more addition. Um, if uh, just to sort of add to that, like whenever you press the the um the button that makes Sam call out, how cool mm-hmm. would it be if like you called out and called then, back sometimes? Yeah, he he called back, or like you just heard him laughing in the distance or something like. Oh that. my that god! That would be so yes. cool if like every if like every like. Like I don't know, twentieth time you did it in like a zone that wasn't connected to the network, you heard Higgs. That would be so cool. Yeah, almost. Yeah. Or just, be so or, or awesome. just like yeah, or just like if it's just like you better hurry up, Sam, or yeah. something like that. <laughs> That'd be You're awesome. almost yeah. so that, there, Sam. There's <laughs> a little more to go, Sam. <laughs> I think that would that'd be, be really cool. So that would really mess with me. Oh yeah, yeah, but that's the point. That's what I want. That's the point. I mean, that's what his character is all about. It's just, I mean, he's basically, he, you know, he's just there to fuck with you, or like, well, or like controlling you, or like him, like using like the same lines that Amelie uses, like the whole like, "Come find me on the beach, Sam." <laughs> I'm mm. waiting. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. Like that'd be so cool. Yeah, I and think- that would just add a, like a whole another layer of like, yeah, I'm in this world. Yeah, I think that just plays into my general discontent with the game. It's always that you weren't really directly interacting with the characters. It was you would do a thing and then you would get a cutscene of like mm-hmm. stuff with the characters, but there's no way for you to 
be directly involved with him. Yeah. Um, so now Terry continues. Um, all right. There's a lot more I want to ask you guys and comment on, but I'll finish with these. Clearly my predictions were way off in some respects, but I had fun speculating now that we all know what the game is. So we'll answer these kind of, we'll ask, I'll ask a part and then we'll answer. Now that we know, all know what the game is. How much hidden depth do you think that there is? Um, and, and what I will say, and I, I don't, you know, maybe I'm off base. Maybe other people have seen some other things. I think that, um, that the depth is pretty, like, it's not like, it's not like a crazy, crazy, deep, deep game. I think a lot of it is kind of there for you to just discover just by reading stuff. Right. Like it's just, it's, I think it's kind of there for you to interpret and like, they tell you things like he tells you basically everything Mm -hmm. in some way shape or form in this game right like yeah yeah. i uh i agree and then the stuff that i didn't know just because i didn't want to read the walls of text uh that were the emails which goes back to chris or cole's thing of you know give us audio logs or whatever Mm. or wandering around yeah uh were answered by looking it up on like tv tropes and stuff like that and that helped me get a lot of information that otherwise i would have missed that would have kept me wondering, but really that's, that's on me. I think like Sam said, the game, the game delivers pretty much everything it wants you to know. I, I guess so. But like, it kind of goes back to like my little joke answer about like not being able to go to like Appalachia. Like the game is, the game is an exploration game. I think we can all agree on that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But the game just gives you all of this information up front. And what I'm kind of sad about with, like, how it kind of rolled out was with, like, Metal Gear Solid, there was a lot of stuff that you kind of had to parse through. It doesn't feel, to me at least, that there is a ton for me to really, like, dig and parse through, if that makes a lot of sense. Hmm. Like it's just it's just well, it's just given to you like in an email or it's given to you in the small bits of exposition that we get. And I would have loved to have, you know, that kind of like I don't know, like those those moments where you realize, oh shit, you know, like Ocelot is the son of, you know, the sorrow and the boss. And oh my god, like what's going on? But we don't really get too much of that and i don't think there is a lot of that in this game yeah well so that kind of that kind of ties into his terry's next question and we can kind of we can kind of loop back onto this last one too but he also asked how much depth does it need to have after all that teasing and mysterious hype a bit more Mm. just for my for my sensibility i need I, i was wanting a bit more I mean, the game delivered what I wanted it to deliver, but I would have loved that kind of level of intrigue that I got from the original series. And maybe it is just me kind of looking back nostalgically misty-eyed at Metal Gear Solid, but I don't know. We've we've been looking at this game for four years, and I have a lot more hot takes than I thought I would. 
Um, I I also agree. I've always kind of like like, and I did t- I talked about this on our like on our like pre coverage um, outer op outer op number four when we kind of when we read like everybody's theories and stuff like that. I um, I kind of mentioned that I've always kind of been the guy of the crew that doesn't like look so deep into like the the meta contextual shit, mm-hmm. but having a Hideo Kojima game in front of me and having spent 50 some odd hours playing it um, and having that stuff presented to me, it almost felt a little like, and this isn't bad per se. It's just different. It just felt kind of like, it just felt way more like straightforward. Sure. Than I think a metal gear game is. And I, I almost missed that. Like, Whoa, because I don't know, like there's going to be some, like we've already had some like really like light kind of like, moments like this but they haven't been anywhere close to as like explosive as the metal gear ones are where it's just like i love having those moments where i'm just having a conversation with like alessio or or one of you guys and somebody will say something like oh did you you remember that part in death stranding when blah 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 happened and what if this or do you think it was this and just having that moment that's like whoa yeah yeah i i completely agree with that sentiment Mm-hmm. And and I might and we might have some of those over time, but I think it's I think at, at face value, Metal Gear has those moments clearly, and I don't think Death Stranding does. I think it's also um, to an extent unfair to compare the two games or the games because what we're really doing is we're comparing a game series that spans you know over twenty years worth of work to a single game. Um, and I, I'm not saying you know, that we won't get those kind of like, whoa, instances, but I think that there'll be few and far between. And let's, I, I think we should be fair and admit to ourselves that the plots of Metal Gear Solid games are very formulaic. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is, it is also like, hard to compare something that is I think the Metal Gear games are, are intentionally kind of built in this video gamey tropey way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what, Death Stranding is not, yeah. Yeah. Until Death Stranding gets is, on the screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One last boss fight. No more game <laughs> overs. Or yeah. whatever his line is. Yeah. Yeah, I can agree with that too. Um so and Terry's final question um is how will this game be remembered in 10 years? Ooh. I yeah. think it'll be it's, remembered as a masterpiece. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised yeah. because those who like it really like it. Those mm-hmm. who don't really don't. Um, mm-hmm. From what I've seen so far, I would not be surprised if this one ended up getting a cult following later on. Oh, I guarantee mm-hmm. it will. Yeah. I um I think so I'm going to use this because tis the season since the new one just came out uh, uh a few days ago uh I think it's going to be remembered in the same way that I think the last jedi is going to be remembered as the best of the like this like the sequel trilogy of Star Wars movies mm-hmm. because because Star Wars the last jedi did a lot of like really challenging things and didn't pander to audiences and really like challenge like what you expect out of like a Star Wars movie, much like I think Hideo Kojima did with Death Stranding and kind of challenged what you expect out of not only a Hideo Kojima game, but a video game, right? Sure. And 
I think when people look back on both of them, I think they're going to like recognize what they are and what they did and really appreciate them. And I think for Death Stranding specifically, the fact that it was his big like uh, breakout, like I'm Metal Gear's behind me now and I'm I'm doing my own thing and I'm free of Konami and all this other stuff like that. It's also going to have that like 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 veneer on it of like this was his like his like first brainchild that he had coming away from Konami and this is what he did and I think it's going to be remembered very positively because of that as well. So, I, I, while I while I respect your your opinion, Sam, I would mm-hmm. rather sit through an endless loop of uh, or a two and a half hour loop of Amelie going Mario and Princess Beach and then <laughs> them running in slow motion then watch the last Jedi again. <laughs> Okay, I, I, I think I think that as people think more critically about the Last Jedi, they're going to they're legitimately. I, I think they're going to realize that it is probably the best one of the three. Here's my thing: it's definitely not the best Star Wars movie. Let's get that straight. But of the the sequel trilogy, it's the best one, and I've seen all three of them, and I can state that confidently. Oh, here's man. here's my here's my you thing about it. Talk later. Here's my thing yeah. about it: is that what you got? I think in 10 years, I hope a couple things happen. One, I do hope that Hideo Kojima comes out with another game because I, I do, for all the shit that I've given Death Stranding and for all of like the naysaying that I've given it, um, I truly enjoyed the game. I, I think it's, yeah, it was it's, a posi- it was a positive experience. Yes, overall it was overall, a positive experience. Yeah. I, I would go back, I'm going to go back and play it again. Uh, not even just for the podcast, but just for like my own personal enjoyment, because I did truly enjoy the game. I think going back to it um, with a more experienced, uh, well, experience, hmm. I'll enjoy it that much more. I hope that he does come out with more games in the next in the next decade. Uh, game games, whatever uh, movies. I hope he comes out with more media. Yeah, and I th- I think that Death Stranding will be remembered as a kind of cornerstone mm. for Hideo Kojima. And that's it's not the start of something special. Right. And that's not me being a fanboy. And you're more than welcome to call me that all you want. Um, but I think that Death Stranding is a very, very honest take from Hideo Kojima. I think this is a game that he truly had a kind of a Lynchian take on. He had Final Cut. He did not kind of give up any kind of artistic creation to anyone else. And that's something that should be appreciated. And I think that it will be appreciated in due time. Chris, anything you'd like to add? I think we're I think we're all pretty aligned on this one. Yeah. Um, keep on keeping on. <laughs> <laughs> and with that being said, Terry, thank you so much for writing in. I'm happy we were able to read your response on our holiday special. Um, now, this is the time that I told people they could come back in, and that's it. There's no more. I don't know why I told you to come back in. You know what we're going to say. Uh, that's the end of it. Thank you guys for listening to our 
tactical holiday action MGM holiday special 2019. Um, we hope to do like this. At least I do. You can. You guys can speak. For oh this. no, for I sure. Hope to do this for many more years. For sure. Like for sure. Tradition. Um, and yeah, so we opened presents. We we made some Santa Claus mistakes. <laughs> we, <laughs> we talked about traditions. We read a letter, and uh, I think I think that's a that's a that's a Christmas to me, boys. <laughs> have a have a super happy holiday, whatever you celebrate. Yeah. Hug your friends. Yeah. Hug your family. Mm-hmm. Be connected. Um, make those strands. God. You can find us on the, I'm ignoring you. You can find us on the internet, metalgearmondays.com. You can find all of our social stuff there. Um, uh, you can also go to patreon.com slash metalgearmondays. We brought it up a little bit earlier, but um, uh, you can join in on some fun there. A dollar will get you into our Patreon. Um, Two dollars will get you access to Patriot Club, which is our extra bonus uh, patron-only podcast that we do. Um We've got so many other perks on there. Check it out. See what tickles your fancy. You can also review us on Apple Podcasts and other various podcatchers. Those help us get seen, and we would love to uh, love if you guys would do that. We really appreciate those. And uh, and yeah, that's about it for that. Cole, where can I find you on the internet? You can send me holiday wishes, and I'll send them right back at I am Cole Duncan on Twitter and Subterranean Homesick Brews on Instagram. What about you, Zach? Uh, you can follow me and watch me scream at random household objects on Twitter mm-hmm. and Instagram at author Zach James. And uh, if you want to see me bumble around multiple different video games, sometimes alone, sometimes with friends, uh, follow me or give me a, sub- a subscribe on uh, YouTube <laughs> at Maverick Rooster. <laughs> Look for the little red guy playing SNES. That's that's me. Wow. Yeah. Hey, subscribe. Uh, <laughs> what about you, Chris? Well, you can find me at Chris Hampton II. That's Chris Hampton the second on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, and then I have a PlayStation, which my roommate is using to play Persona Five right now. Good game. Yeah, you'll never see it coming. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and that's proto underscore dude right proto underscore dude and then I'm, on the xbox i'm just proto dude don't come watch me play lost odyssey then there hell yeah also good game um you can find me on the internet on twitter at sanjul that's s-a-n-j-u-u-l you can also find me on youtube uh bit.ly forward slash sam does a thing and psn at deadpool alpha boys okay <laughs> Oh, oh, ho Merry connection or something. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Sam. Happy holidays, everybody. Merry we'll catch Christmas. You. And we got one more episode year. coming. Merry Crimbus. We got one more episode coming on the 30th, and then we'll catch you in 2020, baby. Oh, yeah, Bobby. Keep it locked in, dog. Keep it tight. Always keep it tight. Always. Keep it moist. Nope. No, not nope. that. Nope. Not that. Nope. Don't nope. do that. Nope. Don't fucking nope. do that. Nope. Why would nope. you do that? Nope. 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 No. Nope. Zach, you gotta you, you gotta be careful. You, Santa Claus is watching you at all times. Detention. You better watch out. 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 You better watch out.
Ich weiß nicht. 